The show is called Roe vs. Wade Overturned Artists Respond. Red Cloaks Radio is a production of the Boston Red Cloaks. Hi, this is Jesse with Red Cloaks Radio, and we are here with part two of our discussion of artists responding to Roe versus Wade being overturned by the United States Supreme Court in the summer of 2022. There's a show at Western Ave Studios in Lowell. The buildings open every day and you want to get yourself to the studio and get to see this exhibit. There are more than 30 artists. There's five exhibit spaces. And we are delighted today to have with us four of the artists who are participating in the show. Hello, Margaret Emerson, hi. Hi, Jesse. how are you doing? Good. So glad to have you back. Um, continue our conversation. If you'll introduce our artist guest, would be fabulous. I will, I will definitely. Um, uh, Michelle Ball is here with us. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Yes, and Anne Plaisance. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh huh. And Becky Gibbs. Hi, Margaret. Thanks for having me here. Uh huh. Becky, I'm putting up your work for us to look at. And again, if you're listening, you can find these images on our Facebook page, our website. Um, and our Instagram um, while we're talking about them. But just broadly, so people know, we are looking at what I would consider in the portrait family, we are seeing what appears to be a female figure um, that we can look at and who clearly to me is looking at the viewer. Um, so as Anne was describing this idea of the meeting of souls, it feels like that is possible with this figure. Becky, can you tell us about the figure we're seeing and this and the medium? Um, and certainly we'd like to talk about this color. Sure, thank you, Jesse. Um, so this is an oil painting, which is uh, my primary medium. Um, I am not known for portraiture, although I have painted portraits in the past. I created this work specifically for the show. And a lot of my work deals with nature and water and solace. So I decided I was gonna do this red sea and it was no longer going to be solace, it was going to be anger. So that's where the seeing red came from. But my original intention as I was working, you know, I started painting the piece without knowing exactly where it was going. And originally I was seeing a woman under the Red Sea, maybe being saved by hands, you know, something like that. And as I processed through, I just couldn't paint it. Um, and I realized it was because I didn't want to portray a victim. I wanted to portray a fierce woman with not only anger, but a mix of emotion. So because I didn't want it to be a specific person, I actually took three different portraits of young women and photoshopped them into this unknown woman who um, I wanted to be an every woman to represent these feelings. So uh, my concept kind of did a 180 from a woman being saved to a woman confronting the world. And I think that's what we all need to do at this point um, with where we are with Roe v. Wade being overturned. Every head on the Zoom screen is nodding yeah. with, with your expression and clearly you've achieved this. Again, people need to see this image who are listening um, in person. If you're at all able to get to Western Ave Studios in Lowell, you will connect with the figure that Becky has presented. Uh, fascinated to hear that you've kind of created, created her from different people. And it makes me think about how in the show, 
as someone visiting the show, you can really draw strength from all four of you and the other artists who are participating. The artists can really, uh, uplift isn't the right word, but energize, um, energize you to do the work that, as you're saying, needs to be done. Were there any places here where you felt like you were more challenged in terms of capturing that expression? We do, looking at this figure, we see strength. We see, we see a way that women are often not portrayed. This is not a simple figure that we're looking at. This is someone who is strong and very powerful. It is, and I can see in her eyes, sort of, she's dealing with something that's going on internally. Like yeah. she's sort of working on something. Thank you, Margaret, because actually the eyes are where I probably uh, went totally off the reference of this generic every young woman portrait that I created as, as a starting point. Mm -hmm. I wanted the eyes to be confrontational, yeah. but also, and obviously her expression with the brows is, is anger. And, but I also wanted to feel like she's really thinking. Yeah. So um, the eyes are kind of where I just, I just went into painting mode. Not, I'm not trying to paint what my reference is anymore. I'm just trying to get this expression that I had in my head. Right. Um, so I probably worked on the eyes more than any piece of, of the work, which the rest of it is very loose and swirly. And where is she? Is she? anchored in this anger is she lost at sea i wanted it to be kind of nebulous you know yeah. where is she and and in reflecting where are we where are we going you know right, right. It, it really it really works and we're at this strange time and place where you know do women have a place do we have a place in this country uh you know is the is there something that is uh safe for us and Margaret, I'd love to take a look at your work now and we are shifting to this. I mean, I'd like to hear what you have to describe for us in terms of place and uh, the choices you've made here in this amazing work. We are looking at a completely different sense um, yeah. and it's not just a painting. It's also has collage elements in it. So for viewers, again, take a look at the image while you're listening so you can hear what Margaret's telling us. Yeah, and the title is Reproductive Rights Judged Away, uh, Back to the Dark Days. I did this piece this spring before you had the call for the show, and I thought, this is the piece that I want to put in because I did this when a, a lot of the abortion issues were hot and they were on my mind. Um, so I can't I can't say that I directly was painting about, about the abortion issues, but I think I was. So when I paint, I usually go to the canvas and I start painting and I, it, uh, what I do, a lot of it is just unconscious. I don't really plan it out. I usually choose colors that I want to use, but other than that, I just keep going back to it until I feel like I've gotten to where I want to be. So in this painting, um, I started out with a lot of orange, different oranges in the background because I wanted to have some heat. And then uh, I added the blue 
part of this what could, looks like a sky, could be a sun, it doesn't necessarily have to be. Um, and, but then the black part is sort of seeping into the whole uh, area of the painting. Uh, it's, it's really obvious in the front and then you can see it kind of seeping into the back. And the feeling that I have when I look at this is, is the stories that we've all heard about uh, abortion before uh, Roe versus Wade, and you know the people who were going down dark alleys, and the mob was controlling abortions, and all the terrible septic abortion wars that were in hospitals, and all that. Um, I I think I pretty much captured in the dark area in the front, um, and then. Uh, trying to contrast that with days when abortion was legal, you know, we didn't really think that much about it. And, and then I also think about um, the upcoming generations who have no idea what it's like to not be able to get an abortion. Although certain states, it's, it's not gonna be as big an issue as other states. So um, that's, for me, that's kind of the good news. At least some states are making it available. But, that's the kind of thoughts that I had when I was doing this painting. And when I look at it, it makes me, it resonates with me about my thoughts about the changes that we're facing right now. This feeling of uh, the the spread of the dark area here, it, it does for me as a viewer, I read a bright, a sort of a bright sunrise or, you know, maybe it's a dark sunset, but I, I first read it as a bright sunrise. And then because you're talking about back to the dark days in the title, that did inform my viewing of it. And it does feel like there's this sort of growing mound of negative energy that is erasing the light, which is how it has felt for many of us, I think. And I agree, and I think our listeners would as well, that this growing darkness isn't just this year and the Supreme Court's decision, it's the last few years and watching what's happened since the 2016 election and you know leading up to that election even, this very blatant, loud, and for some people, a very proud organized effort to erase our safety, right. to keep women vulnerable. What I noticed listening to all of you are some of these common themes around, I, I wanna go first around safety and do it as like a round, little round robin here. Michelle, you brought out this idea of this little house that could be safe. It's a little yellow cheerful house, but maybe not when women are not free uh, to control what happens to them at home. And you spoke to that, and I think in our show, we try to really name those things around bedrooms. When is your bedroom safe? Many women do not have safe bedrooms. They do not have a safe place to sleep at night. Um, and then, Becky, you brought this out as well, and Margaret, I think, in thinking about the the in, you know the individual warrior woman who may need to protect herself. Um, and then, Margaret, thinking about this broader national significance. So I wondered if we could go around, maybe start with Anne and then Becky and Michelle and Margaret, just, you know, these thoughts about safety in your work and how you're expressing it. Yeah, uh, while looking again at uh, Becky painting, uh, I was thinking, one, I saw the show uh, and sometimes it's like with some distance, you, you see things differently. And I was like, actually, it's very powerful because uh, as women, uh, we're not allowed to express our anger. So seeing paintings with, you know, a face of a woman that is angry 
is very empowering because yes, we, we have the right to be angry, extremely angry right now. And yes, we can show it. And like the more we will see uh, angry women and the more we will feel empowered. Uh, I think there's like a, a fear from everyone, whether it's men or women, to express it. I mean, we women, we are trying to be always like, you know, kind, gentle, delicate, polite, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes you just need to express it because it's extremely powerful. And if you express it, you allow others to express it too and to find their power expressing it. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I, I want to say about the show uh, as a whole um, is I felt like all of the emotions around abortion were represented. You know, the, the sadness, there was that piece in, in several of the pieces. You could feel that, the anger, the angst, the unknowing, um, all these pieces, they just came together. And that was really important for me. And just the ways that they were described, it just, it just showed me, you know, art really is a, a political expression. It's great. And um, thank you, Anne, for your comments about my piece. Um, one thing I was thinking when I created it was this fierce, fierce young woman who, who wasn't holding back, who could be as angry as she wanted. Um, I went to the Women's March in 2016 with a friend who went to the original Women's March how many years ago. And that was an empowering crowd to be in. And it made me think how women are oppressed, how we are stereotyped, how we are pigeonholed into certain behavior. So I wanted this woman to really be out there and conf confrontational, absolutely. When you were putting the show together, did you feel like certain themes were emerging? Because you know, when you go through a, an art show as a viewer, you could go with a friend and different people are gonna connect different through lines. And as curators, you definitely had more time to look at all of the work. And one of the common themes that I saw was rights taken away. And I saw it a lot in the, uh, in the photography, especially, and what people did with the photography. And, you know, the more I think about this, um, I do go back to The Handmaid's Tale, which I read and I did watch the series as well, how subtly it starts with just a little bit of chipping away of rights and freedom, just a little bit, and then a little bit more and a little bit more. And then where are we and what how, and how much have we lost? So the larger implications to not only women's rights to abortion, but the overall right to privacy, gay rights, contraception, trans rights, it's all in danger. And I think those aspects in many different ways, because we have many different artists represented in the show, comes out in different pieces in the show. And also, as we were curating it, what I was noticing is the individuality of the work even though we have this overarching theme with everyone on the same you know, page, uh, the expression, the mediums, um, and the parts of it that they chose to really focus on were very personal. 
And for me, I believe this issue needs to be very personal to everyone. And then those, you know, those individual feelings can join together to uh, change where we are. Um, so I, I think the art reflects each artist in the overarching theme, but brings their own emotion and response into their work. Try to get to Western Ave Studios if you can possibly do it. There is nothing quite like seeing art in person. Um, thank you all so much for responding to the call, organizing this show, spending time with us. We would love to stay in touch with you and learn more about each of you and maybe separate interviews where we can talk more about your other work. Have to go to um, something Anne said about art being the meeting of souls. Uh, certainly feel like this conversation has enriched my opportunity to see the work. And I hope for listeners who are able to see even a few pictures online, if you can't make it to the studio, that it will reach your soul as well and let you know that we're not alone in confronting what we're facing. And we are very strong and we have a lot of power. So thank goodness you sat down that day and said, what can we do? Artists change the world for the better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for spending time with us today. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. It was nice to be here. It was a pleasure. You can also see this show if you come to the November 4th open studios at Western Avenue from 12 to 5. Great. And don't forget that it's 40 days, 40 bins. Look for bin locations and donate um, feminine hygiene products, condoms, Plan B. You can find locations in Martha's Vineyard now, uh, Lexington, Concord, Something is coming to Bill Ricka soon um, in Beverly, Massachusetts. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to Red Cloaks Radio, a production of the Boston Red Cloaks. Find us at bostonredcloaks.com 